everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and I'm joined as always by Tim. That's right. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> Tim's just back from Australia so he thinks he's an Aussie now. Uh, so <laughs> welcome to the show. This is a horror movie podcast. Uh, we talk about horror movies on this show and coming up on this episode we will be discussing 2019 film. We're still in 2019 catch, catch up season. This is Daniel Isn't Real. Uh, which we're going to dive into. So to talk about uh, Daniel Isn't Real, we'll start spoiler-free, of course, uh, as we always do. We'll give you warning before we get into spoilers. Uh, so this is a film uh, about a, a guy who has essentially, you know, an imaginary friend, right? You know, we see him as a child, have this imaginary friend called Daniel, as the title would imply. Uh, but Daniel might be unhinged and might want Luke, the main character, to do certain things. And of course, most of the story takes place when he's, he's college-aged, uh, Luke's played by Miles Robbins. Daniel's played by Patrick Schwarzenegger. And yes, that is the son of <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, I've not seen Patrick and Ethan before, so uh, this was kind of an interesting thing here. Uh, Miles, I, I I thought looked familiar, and I wasn't sure what I knew him from. And I've seen a, I've seen him in a couple of things, apparently. He's in the comedy blockers. He's one of the, the teens that are, presumably are trying to okay. uh, have sex with one of the daughters. And then he's also Dave in Halloween. And... I'm wondering, is is that the crappy boyfriend from the, the, the 2018 uh, Halloween? It must have been, huh? Either that, or maybe he was the uh, the sort of nerdy camera holding dude that was with them for a while. Maybe. maybe. Oh, wow. I did. Yeah, he did look a little familiar, but yeah, I, I didn't make those connections. But okay, yeah. that makes sense. And then uh, the love interest, uh, I suppose we'll call her, uh, Cassie, is played by Sasha Lane, who I was wondering what I knew her from. Turns out she was in Hellboy uh, from last year. Uh, oh, yeah. so uh that's her uh she was also in american honey which is probably her biggest starring role but i've not seen that yet so i, I didn't uh uh recognize over her from that. yes over hellboy <laughs> <laughs> it had critical acclaim tim hellboy no american honey had critical acclaim <laughs> <laughs> two movies can have a claim they can but <laughs> hellboy did not um We'll see. Uh-huh. Okay. So, <laughs> this is a movie uh, where, uh, you know, Luke's mother, uh, who who we see kind of like separates from his from, her fa- from his father when he's a kid, uh, also has sort of mental health issues uh, throughout. And it's actually after encountering her, you know, sort of putting her into a hospital again, that he has a couple of uh, sort of little moments where he sees something or he faints, <laughs> so he has like a panic attack. And he essentially allows this imaginary friend from his youth back into his life at the advice of his therapist. And from there, it's kind of a slow build of Daniel trying to like convince him to do, you know, fairly bad things. So I'll leave that there. We'll talk about any spoilers later, of course, uh, after the spoiler warning. Uh, but mm-hmm. Tim, how did yeah. you feel about Daniel Isn't Real? Uh, I would say that I liked it. I... Um... I was actually looking forward to this one. Uh, I, I wanted to go to a, a showing of it, but uh, I missed out on it in theaters. And then uh, I'd heard good things about it, like, you know, because it's, uh, you know, it had been on the indie circuit and festival circuit. And um, I'd seen, like, you know, uh, actually some, like, really, you know, positive reviews. Um, I've seen, like, people kind of be like, oh, like, you know, this is amazing. And I, I don't think I would go that far. Like, I, I can't really say that I necessarily loved it. Uh, but I do think it's, you know, solid. It's entertaining. Um, you know, I kept my interest throughout. I think there's some good, um, 
like uh I, I guess you know not doing spoilers so like i'll just say kind of like horror elements that i didn't really see coming that i thought were kind of cool uh mm-hmm. and uh and again you know as mentioned this in the news segments and stuff before but i am you know kind of these days just kind of looking for anything that's a little more original and unique and i feel like yeah it's kind of like you know something i haven't really seen before and uh so uh and i thought the performances were, were good too um like uh yeah patrick schwarzenegger uh, i don't know maybe necessarily how much range he he has but i, I thought like you know he did a good job as daniel and you know the, the main character and stuff uh was likable enough so um yeah i wouldn't say overly great but i do think it was a you know good solid movie yeah um i i liked it as well i i think i i was surprised uh with some of the visuals that sort of came in mm. sort of as the movie went on i think there's some really fun practice i mean there's some practical some cg but i think the visuals that it, it sort of does later on in the movie are actually really cool and yeah. started to make it feel like it was a really inventive movie there's a couple of really dark scenes that i really liked um i think it's well directed which is good, um, yeah. and I think the overall story, while it is kind of, you know, it's it's kind of both original and not. It's kind of a twist on something that we have seen a bunch, which is, you know, something is with the main character and try mm-hmm. to convince them to do something. I think we've kind of had that kind of idea before, uh, you know, I'd compare it to a lot of possession movies, I suppose, in that sense. But this okay. uh, takes the sort of the, the imaginary best friend route with it. So, so the way he interacts with them and the way it kind of unfolds as he sort of slowly pushes him towards things plays very differently as a result and has a very different vibe because of that. Uh, so I think that's really, you know, kind of how that shines in that sense. Um, yeah. I would also agree, that I don't think I outright loved it. I, I think it just stopped short of being completely great. And I think, yeah. and I think actually what the reason, and I, I hate to sort of pin it on one person, but I actually think it might be the casting of the, the main character. I, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I just don't think he is uh, likable enough to really make me root for him in the way that I think I, I, I need to for this movie to really sing. Sure. Um, yeah, like I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's unlikable, but he is he, he's kind of like a blank slate, mm. um, which I mean, maybe that kind of fits with what they're going for in the character. But I understand what you mean. Like, yeah, if he had a little more personality or kind of stuck out um, a, a bit more. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, putting it over a little bit. Um, the I, I think the thing kind of stood out for me is I feel like, and you know, uh, don't really say this too often with uh, movies, but I feel like maybe uh, I, I almost could have used some more. Uh, like, um, you know, I, I feel like it's once things kind of switch i i guess you would say or like you know there's kind of a, a turn it's like and it seems like very fast to me like i, I think maybe i could have used a little bit more build up like there's a few scenes like you said where you show him interacting with daniel and stuff and uh uh i like that stuff and i, I feel like maybe i could have used a, a little bit more of it um because it feels like it is like a very quick like okay once you realize he's bad like you know that's it um versus like there's like this one scene in the library where he kind of snaps and it's kind of like whoa 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 and i thought that was like a really cool scene and i I feel like i would have liked maybe a little bit more of that Mm. but i don't know yeah and i think one of the things that could have played with more as well is maybe the ambiguity of uh i can't really talk about this without spoilers i suppose but (laughs) there's, there's, there's 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 a whole element of it uh where 
like we're que- like we're sort of trying to consider what Daniel really is and what he is mm-hmm. to to males and you know because obviously a big part of this is like, okay well if this is if this is just in males then then males wait why am I calling them males is his name males the actors the, act, the actors called males that's why I'm saying males I'm not I'm not completely crazy uh, yeah so look like you know why why is look you know if this is part of Luke then is Luke because I, I was almost kind of looking at this in a weird way as a horror version of like something like Mr. Robot, bizarrely, where I thought, oh, hey, like, I could kind of see how this is kind of, pl- you know, played into that kind of idea, but with more of a horror tangent to it. Uh, and I, I and I think overall it's very good because it, it keeps uh, upping the ante and it keeps doing more interesting kind of creepy things as it goes on. And yeah. th- there was a potential this might have not even been that much of a horror movie, but it, it keeps veering more into horror territory as it goes on. And there's, But even early on, there's, there's a moment with the... Uh, the, the Luke's mother where before he sends her to the the hospital to, to be looked after because she's starting to snap and she's she's clearly you know going, going kind of crazy she's got like you know bits of paper stuck all over the wall and book pages and newspaper clippings and she's but as a scene there's just a simple shot of her coming up the stairs holding a pair of scissors and it just it feels like a horror movie it feels like oh no this is dangerous like she she may actually yeah. be coming to try and kill him and uh and it, you know, I think it does a good enough job with its tone. I think there's a, there's a moment at the start, very, very, very start of the movie, uh, where there's a sort of shooting that takes place. I'll just sort of leave it there, and we'll get into it later. But uh, I think that's also very effective in how sort of tense it is, despite the fact that it's right at the start of the movie, and we've not even, you know, we've not even really gotten to know anyone yet. But it's just it's filmed well enough. The direction is good enough to really make it sing. Um, and it has some wonderful visuals as as it goes on, and the ideas that it play are are great. I I think. There's just some massaging of the concept, maybe, a little bit, just to really make the pacing of it feel right, as you say. And on top of that, just making the lead character just a little bit more likable so we want to root for him. I think if you if you fix those two things, this maybe becomes, you know, something we hold up as a really great movie and say, yeah. hey, no, this is amazing and we should talk about this. As it is, I still think it's really good, though. It's just, you know... Totally, yeah. Just, just, it's just not quite hitting... Like, oh man, this is so amazing. Everyone has to see this. this you know, as it is, it's really good and it's worth watching and see, seeing it yeah. for its, its merits. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, it, it definitely would be something I'd recommend. Like, you know, if someone hasn't seen it, I'd be like, oh yeah, I should check it out. It's a pretty good movie. But, uh, you know, like you said, it's just, um, there's just like a few things that are keeping it from being like, oh yeah, you should check this out versus like, oh my God, you haven't seen this? It's amazing. Like, no, like, stop mm-hmm. what you're doing. Like, put it on yeah so i think i'll give the spoiler warning and this is a little bit earlier than normal because we're only just over 10 minutes but i think with this one there's so much spoiler territory yeah. <laughs> that i think we have to sort of jump in there a little bit earlier so mm-hmm. uh so i'm going to say full spoilers i'll take this time to thank our patron producers for the month mm-hmm. uh at least the time of recording uh, and that is uh, so thanks to david short thanks to alison m four days thanks to cindy palacios and thanks to tyler hess uh, that they're all patrons at the twenty dollar tier and above, but you can of course support us for as little as one dollar per month at patreoncom TV. And for that one dollar, you will get access to a bonus exclusive episode of uh, streams every single month. There's a whole back catalog now of about 13, 14 episodes. So uh, go and have a look. You get access to all that for one dollar. Uh, the five dollar tier, you get access to voting for an episode once per month, as well as uh, early access in a couple of episodes, which may be changing soon. Actually, I, I, I might be. Uh, experimenting with how the early access works so that uh, all the episodes can be early access but not by as much time but regardless uh, go and have a look and see if you want to support all the content and keep it all coming uh, that's stuff that's coming uh, soon so uh, there we go uh, it's, so um, it's funny <laughs> what's funny oh just like you know you read that list of uh, you know those names of 
those uh, <laughs> imaginary patrons. That <laughs> <laughs> Daniel isn't real. Full spoilers from this point on. So, yeah, I like. I, I think the big thing we have to talk about, and one of the things that I would say that I wish it maybe did a little bit more with, because I do love mm. when it goes down, down the path of no, 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 no. This isn't part of Luke's psyche. This isn't part of Luke's head that's doing this. This is a, a third party that's in there. This is a, a demon or whatever you want to call it that's, mm-hmm. that's jumped, from, jumped to him after its previous victim. Because at the start of the movie, we see like someone come into like a diner and commit a shooting, right? And it's this very, very tense scene. And, you know, it's kind of like the camera kind of hones in on the on the, the barista or whoever she is, uh, you know, cowering behind the counter. And it's, it's a very well shot scene. And... Mm-hmm. The idea is that this entity jumps from it to, or from this, this shooter to, to you know, look as a kid, and it really sets up some stuff here at the start where it's, it's kind of like you know playing with them and uh, you know the pretend sword fighting and it's like they're in a real castle fighting with swords, which I actually think comes back in a really cool way at the end. It, it does this nice kind of bookend yeah. thing with that, um, but you know, it eventually makes some kind of try to kill his mother uh, without Daniel, without Luke, sorry, realizing that's exactly what he's doing. Uh, by putting pills in her, you know, her uh, her protein shake or whatever okay. it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, so, like, that stuff is really cool. And the mum says, no, no, we have to, like, send Daniel away. And she sort of you know, gives him some sort of, like, mythology that makes up something. So, hey, we have to put him in the dollhouse and lock him with a key and special. And it does legitimately lock him away for, you know, t- you know 15, 20 years, whatever it is, until, uh, you know, he's, you know, he needs to go back to him because he has this weird vision of demons at one point. Um, and the psychiatrist says, hey, embrace your imagination. It may not be so bad. Terrible advice yeah. uh, in this case. <laughs> but, like... Hey, it's worked out for me. <laughs> I, I kind of, uh, like, wish it did more with us, like, kind of, like, speculating that, hey, maybe this is part of him and maybe we should hate him because sure. of that, you know. Or we should not maybe not hate him, but fear him because it, this is part of Luke, that Luke is a psychopath and yeah. this is part of who he is. Um, well, I... Uh, yeah, I like all the stuff that they, you know, they set up with the mother so that you're like, oh, he, you know, clearly has a history, you know, of mental illness in his family. So is this, uh, and I feel like he even kind of has that fear of, oh, is this something that's been passed down to me? And, um, uh, you know, uh, the idea of playing with that uh, is it, a little interesting. But yeah, I do feel like kind of quickly on your led to believe like oh no this is yeah something different and i like when that i mean i do like when it comes out i think it handles the stuff with this like part this this third party really well because you know he meets uh cassie who, who he bumps into and she's this artist this you know this new modern artist who does there's paintings but she also does sculptures and stuff and he ends up kind of like and part of the thing is that the, the appeal of daniel to him is that daniel does help him with a lot of things you know he helps him have the confidence to talk to her and like ask her for a number or say the right thing to impress her or, or whatever yeah. and he kind of does that a few times and when he goes over, like, you know, after they've seen each other a couple of times and they're kind of friends, like, she kind of paints him, uh, mm-hmm. and she paints this kind of weird shadow shape behind him with, with this, like, kind of, like, almost like a, a crown kind mm-hmm. of, like, thing. It's not a separate, like, thing on his head, but almost as if this shadow, whatever it is, has this these pointy elements to the top of his head. And he's yeah. like, hey, what's this? What's this shadow thing behind me? It's like, oh, it's just kind of, it's just like an interpretation. It's like your shadow self, that, that dark side of you or whatever. Uh, and I, what I thought was really, I mean, that scene on its own was fine, but I really liked when we actually kind of get glimpses of what this thing really looks like, that it actually does have this appearance. And I thought though that that visual, the horror visual of this demonic thing with these, this pointy crown-like head was actually yeah. really cool and really unique. 
yeah i like all like the visualizations of like the horror and demons and stuff um yeah like you said it, it definitely stands out and was unique and different and i do like that um on the one hand like you can totally see how uh, you know they related to the painting and everything but on the other hand it's not like so crazy that you know like as the audience you're not like oh she sees them too like she mm. painted them exactly like no like you can tell that yeah she is she, you know she's an artist and she just kind of you know painted this thing that she kind of you know had an idea of or interpreted but um yeah i, I do like that it yeah we do kind of you know see the similarities of that and then but you can also see how he would become obsessed with thinking like oh you see him too you know more about this uh, you know when she doesn't yeah and some of the, some of the, you know, I, I like where the, because I enjoyed the opening because I thought the opening was really well directed. And, and you know, it kind of settles in a little bit, but where it really started to like pick up again for me is, so even though he's sort of like, he's, he's spending time with Cassie and they, they eventually do have sex and it's, it's, it's kind of this romantic enough scene that feels kind of genuine. Um, like it, it, we find out that Willie, Willie's been sleeping, Daniel's been in control and, you know, texting this other girl that he met at a party. This, uh, I can't remember her name, Sophie, I think. And, uh, you know, he's been texting her and she comes over with her friend and it's been kind of hinting throughout the movie that, that Luke really dislikes his roommate in college. Mm. Uh, you know, he's this kind of douchebag that he doesn't like. And Daniel keeps saying, oh, this guy's the worst. Let's just kill him. Like, you know, like yeah. he's, he's <laughs> that kind of attitude. But you know, so Sophie comes over with this girl and they're kind of, you know, she's flirting with him and they go to this weird underground place. They said it was like the steam tunnels beneath the school or something. Some of that, yeah. <laughs> uh, and... The, the the friend of Sophie, like, you know, begrudgingly takes the roommate away because she wants to be alone with, with uh, Luke. Uh, and so he's left with her and she's kind of flirting. She's in for a kiss and he kind of pulls back. And Daniel's, like, right by his ear going, hey, it's not cheating because, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, not, you're not married to Cassie. Kiss her, just kiss mm. her. And, like, hey, I, I, like this, I like this one, let's kiss her. And when he doesn't do it, Daniel says, well, at least let me take over then. It's not cheating if it's me. And this was when we get the first really interesting, like, weird visual where he, he sort of touches him and, like, his face starts, like, sort of, like, stretching out and, like, meld, merging with him and yeah. they kind of swap places. And it's this really interesting visual that I was like, oh, this movie's kind of weird. And then this scene as well is, is very surreal because after this, you know, it's Daniel who goes over to Sophie and... You know, obviously from her perspective, he was very kind of standoffish before he kind of pulled away from the kiss. But he comes up and he's very intense. And he's like, "Okay, we're doing this," and she's like, "Oh, we're doing this." And yeah. <laughs> it's this very kind of intense uh, sex scene where, you know, it's, it's I mean, it's not like super rough, but you know, it's, it's very kind of like he's, he's you know, it's intense. It's not a gentle it's, sex scene. It's a nice like contrast, uh, you know, between you know the other one with uh with Cassie. Well, yeah. What's her name, Cassie? Because like e even in that one, like uh you know luke actually asks for like consent like you know he's he starts like going like down on her and he's like is this okay and she's like yeah and you know he's, he's like very polite about it uh you know versus this where uh you know once it's daniel it's like you know, he doesn't care he just goes in and does it you know it's yeah like, and she's just kind of made it clear that she wants it anyway so it's not like yeah yeah, yeah. There's, there's not like some you know big line that's being crossed necessarily i mean depending on your taste this might be a little rough but like you say there's, yeah. just, there's a nice contrast in just the the body language and how he acts and how he does things and and you know in this specific sex scenario um of course the, but as it's happening and sort of looks watching on there's kind of this like tense music building up and it feels kind of surreal and eerie uh mm -hmm. and it feels un unsettling 
because that he's taking control and because of what's happening and it's when the roommate comes back in and they're like you know where because daniel's in control he just goes up and starts beating him up and he holds his head against this hot pipe and everyone starts freaking out and from here obviously sophie never wants to see him again because he looks like a psychopath yeah. looks able to take control again he's able to fight back and take control but this is kind of where it's okay so he's actually you know he's actually dangerous um and there's several scenes here where you know like daniel like gets because daniel can't interact with the world but he can interact with luke he can have looks he can touch luke's hands and make luke do something uh so he holds a blade up to his neck when he's kind of like out of it when he's like drunk or whatever uh and then there's you know other scenes where he, he'll do do various other things throughout the film and like it's from this point on where like he, he kind of wants to get rid of him because he's dangerous and he starts freaking out he has a freak out in the library that you mentioned he tries to go and talk to sophie uh to to apologize and he he ends up like envisioning like sophie like all bloody and blood squirting at him yeah. and again it's, it's a great visual and he starts screaming but from her perspective he's just screaming for no reason and like it's like no again you're crazy stay away from me uh yeah. <laughs> and it really it starts to build and because of all this stuff and because of the, the attempted murder on his mother as a kid he tells the therapist all this and the therapist is like sort of taking this in and the therapist like comes to his house eventually uh to do some hypnosis and i was you know it's what's funny at the start of that scene i was kind of like okay it's kind of losing me a little bit here because the therapist is doing hypnosis and we're <laughs> we're getting into like, like horror cliches now a little bit with this this part um however this scene ended up being amazing it ended up being one of the mm. best scenes of the movie just from a visual perspective because basically once they're in hypnosis because he had he hypnotizes both himself and luke and once they're both hypnotized he can see daniel and daniel speaks mm. to him and sort of like you know says some various things and then the visual that happens here is like daniel opens up luke's mouth unnaturally wide and, and that already looks insane but then Daniel goes in his mouth, like he he opens his mouth wide enough that Daniel goes in, and you know at one point we see his legs like going down, like in this yeah. like <laughs> mouth hole, and yeah. uh, you know like the, the therapist is just watching on in shock, and that, that's because this is actually the moment where he takes control, like properly, where he he properly takes control of Luke's body, and uh, he stabs the the therapist, which is again is quite visceral. I think whenever it does violence or visceral stuff or horror stuff, mm-hmm. it's actually kind of perfect. Like I am interested mm-hmm. in this director doing more horror movies because I think all the I horror mean, moments are handled very well. Um, I don't know how you know you feel. Oh yeah, no sure. Uh, yeah, it it is like very yeah like bloody and in your face and um yeah I mean he's good with these horror moments. He's good with these kind of like you know, weird, unsettling, natural scenes. And just in general, uh, you know, I think the movie has like a, a good tone. So yeah, I mean, whatever this guy does next, I'm, you know, at least uh, interested in it. Yeah. Cause like I said, there's a couple of horror tropey moments here when he realizes that maybe something jumped from the, uh, the, you know, the shooter when it, that he saw, cause he saw the crime scene mm. after the aftermath of it as a kid. You know, when he kind of realizes that and he goes to see the father of this kid and he finds out, you know, that the, 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 this guy drew things, you know, when he was, you know, cause, cause at first I was thinking, oh, is it, is it literally just a shooter who's now like when he died, like mm-hmm. crossed over into him. So it's just, it's just this other person. And it becomes clear that, no, this guy was drawing this demon thing as well. Mm-hmm. And it kind of leads down that path. And, um, this actor, by the way, did you recognize him? The actor playing the dad that he goes to visit? Oh no. <laughs> Uh, he's the grandfather from the visit. Oh, 
How, how could I have missed that? Yeah, how could you have not <laughs> realised that was who that was? Uh, who, who, it turned out apparently according to IMDb is Scottish, which I did not know. Oh. Interesting. But, okay. uh, so he uh, he does that, and then you know, after the therapist stuff happens, and it's after this where he kind of becomes trapped, like, you know, because like there's more to the, the takeover actually where inside his head like daniel kind of locks him in the dollhouse kind of like how he did as a kid to daniel mm-hmm. and from this point on until he gets out uh luke is kind of trapped in like a castle which kind of links back to them playing swords as a kid because th- that was kind of in a castle as well and you know, we, we see him kind of running from what turns out to be the uh, the shooter from before that this previous person this previous victim who was driven to do this or taken over uh, who has like a half melted face so he looks kind of cool as well there's a lot of good visuals with that um and we have and i, and I think the one thing that doesn't work for me with uh daniel taking over though is that you know da- you know he, he goes out and he, he slicks his hair back to sort of look more <laughs> like daniel and it's the you know it's luke it's, it's the actor who plays luke who's doing this and he goes to like, get some clothes it almost reminded me of spider-man 3 a little bit when he's <laughs> when he's got the symbiote and he's dancing down the street you know it wasn't the exact same and it wasn't as bad by any means but it was giving yeah. me that kind of vibe where i just i don't think this actor could do the menacing side when he was taken over um yeah i i didn't think it was that bad like i uh yeah i mean i i guess it's not the best like the i i feel like stuff like the clothes and the hair like that to me like seems like a little much but i mean i i get it whatever but uh i i think like he at least in like some of the mannerisms and stuff he he i i guess at the very least like you could tell he was different like yeah yeah you know, maybe he's not full-on like uh seems exactly like daniel but like well it wasn't even so much that he didn't match daniel because obviously that'd be great if he did but it was more like he was biting the air at one point and even even his, his hair slipped back in the suit on it, it, it he almost looks too young to be trying to do this role because it even though yeah. he's supposed to be the age he is it, it looked like a, like a boy pretending to be a grown man <laughs> it was it was weird yeah. like I, I got this weird vibe like, from it yeah i i think like my thing with it is it just like uh I mean, to me, it doesn't seem like the best idea. Like, all right, so Daniel, I'm assuming your goal is to, you know, you want to be in the real world, so you want to take this body over. But like, you know, you you gotta act more like cool and and subtle. Like, you know, it seems like he's yeah not afraid to instantly go into like crazy mode, which yeah, is like <laughs> he does. He pretends for a little bit because he goes to see Cassie. Yeah. And the last time that Luke was there, he kind of freaked out and like flipped a table. So she's, you know, she's kind of on edge with him. And, but he says, oh, I'm sorry about last time. You know, sometimes you lose control. And she kind of lowers her guard and opens the door and lets him in. And he smells, you know, behind her back when, when she can't see him. But like, he does kind of pretend to be a bit more normal a little bit for, for, you know, a couple minutes. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, you know, like she sees the drawing that's, that's done of, uh, of the, of the demon thing and she remembers her the shadow she painted and she kind of like realizes that something's not whether or not she believes there's something else inside his body or if this is literally just like you know his other personalities taking over whatever she believes in this moment she kind of like realizes that no he's dangerous right now this isn't really him yeah. and she doesn't like act scared immediately she, she tries to kind of play along a little bit and like you know so so he doesn't like trigger essentially um but he does freak out and he, it becomes this kind of chase where he's like chasing her around the apartment and then up into the roof and as this is happening in the castle in his head we're seeing luke 
you know, try to find an exit and try to figure out how to get out. And he's running from the melted man, but realizes this is the previous victim and kind of says, how do I get out? And he mentions the, the vortex or the, the abyss. Because uh, it's worth mentioning at the start of the movie, the very first shot before the, the shooting scene is there's just like a shot of like a, like a, you know, a, a, a you know, a, 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 a vortex in the sky kind of thing, like yeah. a, like a, a whirlpool of color. Uh, mm-hmm. And we see it a couple of times throughout the movie. And then here, when he gets outside up top of the castle, there's like a, this is like there, it's like outside. And he basically jumps into it to sort of escape. Like that's kind of the idea is that he, he takes the leap mm-hmm. of faith and jumps into this vortex. Um, and it's kind of, it's almost like a, you know, in Superman 3, when like, uh, he, he, like Superman becomes evil because of the, the not red kryptonite. Oh, sure. And yeah. he ends up with that fight at the junkyard where like real Clark is fighting evil Superman and he eventually emerges. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that because uh, Luke comes out and he basically fights Daniel. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Cassie, I don't think, can see any of this. Like She can see just him on his own, I think, with, you know, hitting the air or whatever. But um, basically that they're fighting and, uh, you know, Luke stabs him with like a random stick, but it turns into a sword. And then... Luke picks up another like broom, which also turns into a sword, and they have like a sword fight. And this may sound silly out of context, but because they set up at the start where the you know one of the first things they ever did when they were kids, well, I say they, you know, when Luke was a kid at least, is they played sword sword fighting with, and it looked like they were playing with swords in the visuals. So this was kind of. So it bookmarked the, it, you know, it b- yeah. bookended the story, and it kind of felt like, oh, this is a, a fight that he's had ever since he was a child, kind of thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, I like that it's kind of a nice uh, – yeah, they do in the beginning and then also kind of once in the – I guess kind of probably about the middle, like when Daniel first gets uh, released, like uh, one of the first things he does is uh, like um, Luke is cleaning up the house. So, he, like, you know, he has a broom and then Daniel's like, oh, here's your sword, sire. And uh, he's like, uh, actually, it's just a broom because uh, mm. I have to like clean up and I have responsibilities now and uh, – you can see, like, Daniel's kind of, like, disappointed. Uh, so, yeah, it's, like, a nice callback uh, to that. Yeah, and I, and I think that you can, you can look at the character arc there and say that, you know, apart from the fact that he's taking control of who he is, you know, if, if that's, like, the, the, the core thing, is this idea that he does have to actually kind of accept his imagination but also control it. And, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the idea he actually beat him does actually involve, like, including his imagination. Like, you know, there is actually a truth to that in, in a way. He can't be yeah. afraid of who he is. Uh, and that's kind of the point, I guess, and maybe an unarguable reason why he's such a blank slate is that, you know, he is kind of like just locking up who he is inside and, you know, being just yeah. this guy who doesn't interact with anyone. He's just kind of <clears throat> this lonely, you know, sad and, state of a human. And I wonder if part of that is, uh, you know, because, you know, his mother, you know, suffering from, uh, is it uh, schizophrenia or... Because I, I think at one point we see him reading a book about it, but I don't know if they explicitly oh, say. Oh yeah, I, I don't think they actually said it specifically at one point. No, but it, yeah. but it seems like it might be uh, from my yeah. limited understanding of the, the condition. But yeah, but I I don't know if maybe <clears throat> you know his mother has it, so he you know like purposely kind of you know pushes that part of himself away because he doesn't want you know any you know possible like. Mm you know it's nothing that's like very concrete and real he's, in his life yeah he's, he's he's spent his life being afraid of becoming that so yeah he he uh has, has pushed it back and ultimately he wins even though he dies here at the end you know he dies killing yeah. daniel um 
Uh, although arguably the demon still lives and can move to someone else, you know, yeah. is the is the, is the sad part of the story. You know, that's that's the better because the final shot is the demon kind of just like looking at the whirlpool and jumping in himself, implying that he is now coming back out into the real world somewhere. Like he's yeah. going to he's going to go to somewhere else. But the idea that he wins this fight and he he beats him because he does actually embrace who he really is and he stops being afraid of who he really is uh, to fight him. So that stuff is kind of there thinly, and I I wish it kind of let into that more. Because that would give it yeah. the real heart, I think, to put it over the edge, to make me really care about the character and really make it sing as a, as a movie. As it is, like all of the horror visuals and what it's hinting at and stuff, I, I think is enough to make it a good movie and uh, enough to make it you know worth yeah. watching. And uh, there's enough in here to really like. There, there really is. As much as I've nitpicked a couple of things and I've I've, I've said just what some of my problems are. Uh, some of these visuals, uh, these otherworldly visuals of the demon or of like them merging, or my favorite one being Daniel get inside Luke's mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, like all that stuff is 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 really great. Um, yeah, like it, it it's not exactly the same, but it kind of like reminded me of like Hellraiser a little bit, where uh, yeah, you kind of have like this other dimensionally kind of place with these. Yeah, demony looking things who are like you know very like unusual and stuff and uh yeah i, I love that like, yeah like i feel like you know you don't really see that a lot and then uh, another nice callback is yeah like when they're falling and you know he kind of makes a little parachute sound because i was like like another game they played when they were kids uh yeah even they, pretended it, they have parachutes yeah it flashes back to for a split second to like yeah. the moment where he was doing that as a kid yeah um and you know, I mean, you could argue that him like try to deny himself who he really is the whole movie or his his whole life is you know why, you know he wasn't able to do this in the you know first place or or whatever. But yeah. um, but it, it no, it, it ties quite nicely to, because it's, as his mother's going crazier as a kid, uh, and you know leaving the father and the father leaving because of that. You know, I mean, I'm mean, even just that part of it there. The father presumably left because of the way her condition. He probably just couldn't handle it anymore and just yeah. couldn't deal with it. Uh, so maybe that's another thing that he's scared of driving people away. You know, if he if he if he if, he, if he's of himself, you know, if he, if he if he lets himself be himself, that that will drive people away. So maybe that's part of the fear as well. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of uh, you know Patrick Schwarzenegger's performance? I I I thought he was pretty good. I liked him more than Luke, uh, more than the Miles Robbins' as- performance. I'd say. Yeah, I think it's probably the. I don't know if he's done a bunch of stuff, but I think this is the first thing I, I've seen him in, and uh, I, I thought he he did really good as a character. Where it's, um, you know, he he you know he's very menacing, uh, and like you know, it, it's this particular like, you know, kind of like smiling, psychotic mm. <laughs> kind of energy he's bringing. But I thought he did a good job. I don't know how much range he has, like, uh, what other type of characters he, he could play. But uh, for this character, I thought he did a good job. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think... Uh, I, I can see a little bit of his father in him. Like, sometimes if you look at his jawline, you can kind of see a little bit of Arnold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but not, not a super amount. Um, he was apparently in uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. I don't remember them in that. Oh, okay. But that was a while ago, though. That was, that was you know, five years yeah. ago. So, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know... Uh, you know, because he was born in '93, so I mean, he's he's you know he's in his mid to late twenties now. But it, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. But, but I thought it was good in the movie, though. I, I thought it was solid in this. Are you okay with like, um, I I get, did you need more of like an explanation of what he is exactly or? Oh no, uh, I actually liked how because uh, there's a line actually when they're fighting on the roof 
where he says that he he's basically giving you know great you know great leaders and people ideas for centuries and mm-hmm. you know and they've not deserved any of it so i like this idea that he's actually driving like people to like you know be like presidents and kings and mm-hmm. you know great artists and, and whatever because you know because that's one of the things that he was doing throughout the film is that uh Luke at one point said he was a photographer and you know he started doing it and he became quite good at it and it, it seemed like it was because of Daniel's like yeah. influence that he was doing that so uh so it's this idea that he feeds off making them be you know awful people uh, and do bad things but and live yeah. through them but he does give them success so it's, it's, I guess that's kind of getting into the whole uh not like a genie but like you know something like that sure. with the you know yeah i I like uh you know they give you just enough information that you kind of get the idea of what he is but um you know i I feel like what a lot of bad movies would do is they'd make the mistake of like just very clearly explaining everything like you know the scene where he goes to that you know kid's father or whatever uh i feel like if this was like you know a big hollywood movie or whatever you would have him go up to the room or like you know see a bunch of different pictures and photographs and then go to a library and start like yeah. you know, putting all well, this no, stuff together and, like... so uh, let me actually talk about that a little bit because i said that i was worried when it was doing that that it was getting a bit tropey but i actually want to commend commend it a little bit because yeah you know he goes to he goes to the father thinking that the, the spirit of this kid maybe at least i was thinking this that the spirit of this this bad guy transferred to him and then but i like that there's like a bit of a twist here because it's no 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 the same thing that was affecting him is now affecting you so yeah. it revealed it, it twisted it so i like that part but i also want to commend it for not revealing too much because like you say i was worried this was going to become the exposition dump where it overly explained yeah. <laughs> what this thing was where it came from there was going to be a scene with an expert and a scene at the, you know looking up <laughs> in the computer and talking about this, this thing's name i'm glad yeah. there was never a name obviously we call him daniel but i'm glad yeah. there was never a you know he is actually bazamadath yeah. you know of whatever this is yeah. like it shows restraint and i I think he's more interesting because of it i think if they'd done Definitely. that he would be another dull horror you know demon villain and that'd be yeah. that'd be it uh so you know i i think that's yeah <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I think i think that's that's, yeah. that's that's pretty much my my feelings on it uh sure. but i think it's a pretty good movie uh, with a lot of good things about it even if there's, there's some things that could be better and i can see some ways to improve it and i, I can wish for yeah. a little bit better here or there but it, it shows restraint in some of the right places and it has some great directed scenes and some great visuals um i i think a big thing for me if, if i if i found but the biggest thing would be if i if i like the main character more and that might come with a different actor mm. who because I, I think this actor inherently looks a little bit you know he looks like he should be playing the, the high school bully <laughs> He has that kind of look about him, um, so I think I think with a slightly different casting, uh, I think in the lead role, I might have this pushed it over the edge. But uh, I think with that said, though, Tim, it's time to yep. rate the movie. So, what are you going to give? Daniel isn't real. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I think um, going into it, uh, into the review, I, I think I was ready to give it a seven. Where I think. Uh, yeah, because again, I think it's pretty good. It's a little shy of, you know, being like amazing or great. Um, you know, like you said, there's a, a few things it could have touched upon, but there's also a lot of stuff that it does really well. Um, but 
uh, you know, sometimes when we start talking, though, um, you know, I start to remember stuff or think about things. Mm. Uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, you know, what? that was pretty good and stuff. And so sometimes I, it um, by the end of the review, it uh, <laughs> I do bump my score up a little bit. So I think I'll actually give this a 7.5 just Hmm. Uh, yeah, just because <laughs> talking about it a little bit more, I was like, oh, yeah, that was really good. Or, oh, yeah, that's true. That was good, too. So um, but no, it's a uh, yeah, solid. Um, a lot of good stuff about it. Um, yeah, just uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily say uh, and I think, you know, we said this before of other movies where uh, <clears throat> with the, the problems in this aren't necessarily stuff that I think is like bad it's more like uh stuff that's like oh maybe could have done this a little bit more that a little bit more like it's uh you know like um yeah it's not like i I so much as have like complaints about stuff that's in the movie it's more just stuff that you know you wish maybe could have been uh added or a little different or something so um yeah so i'll go with (laughs) 7.5 there yeah, I'm going with seven point five as well. Uh, uh, you know, I said at the start, it's like you know, it's just not quite there to be great, which is what I think an eight out of ten would mean. So, I think seven point five is the perfect score for this movie. Uh, but it's very worth, worth worth watching and has a lot of merit. So, I would I would definitely check it out um, if you're interested. And some people have rated it higher than us. Like I've definitely seen people who who fawn over it, and I wouldn't quite go that far. But like, mm-hmm. uh, if we are the low end of the recommendations, then clearly it's worth you know seeing for yeah. yourself and and finding if you if you if you love it or or like it so uh there you go and it's uh i know at least it's uh streaming for free on hoopla which is um like a, a library app mm. uh that we have here so I, I was actually you know sometimes uh you know you're looking to you know watch something and you know you go straight to like all right it's on netflix hulu uh but uh you know a lot of people always forget to check the library uh I don't know if this. I don't know if Hoopla is just California libraries or if it's across the nation. But um, yeah, you, people should need to look into the libraries. Uh, you can they usually, most most I think have streaming services and can actually find a lot of cool stuff there. Hmm. Yeah, you make it sound great, Tim. But honestly, it sounds like a whole lot of Hoopla. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> And with uh, mm-hmm. my new nifty TV, I was able to, uh, <laughs> to airplay it. I was so <laughs> so happy when I realized I could do that. Do you know there was a there was a moment? Uh, I think it was in the comics from the multiverse episode where you were tweeting randomly about your new TV and you didn't understand why there was Resident Evil Zero playing on your TV. <laughs> and I brought it up on the comics podcast and we were, and we were like, Wait, has he accidentally like put on a Twitch channel? Is that what's happened? Like, what's, what's going on? Uh, so Tim trying to learn how to use a smart TV is, is funny. But... Uh, <laughs> so yes that has been Screws After Midnight that has been Daniel Isn't Real one of the better movies I'd say of 2019 obviously when we get to our top yeah. 10 and stuff in March maybe it'll feature maybe it won't we'll find out uh, what else we have to put on there but uh, you can let us know of course what you think of the movie in the comments below you can like and subscribe all that stuff uh, get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates uh, actually get us on sh- at Screams Midnight if you want specific Screams After Midnight and horror movie updates and random nonsense from Tim and all sorts mm-hmm. uh, you can of course uh, support us on patreon.com slash mailfuzzTV uh, for as little as one dollar per month as we mentioned earlier uh, so go and have a look at that uh, you can also support us by rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts give us five stars and a little review because it does help us out a lot it puts us higher up the rankings and more people will find us 
Uh, so go and have a have a look see. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once more for uh, watching watching the show. Uh, check out other content that we have, such as the Sci-Fi Movie Podcast, the Atomic Cinema Experiment that I do with Tara, or we mentioned Comics from the Multiverse there, which is a DC Comics podcast. So go and have a look see. Uh, but anyway, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we'll see you next time.